This episode is brought to you by LegalZoom.com. Visit LegalZoom.com to save on your legal needs, like wills for $69, LLCs for $99 plus filing fees, and also get access to a network of legal plan attorneys for guidance. LegalZoom is not a law firm, but provides self-help services at your specific direction. Enter discount code ALLISON for more savings at LegalZoom. That's discount code ALLISON. This is Corolla Digital. Hey, you guys, it's me, Allison. I just want to say thank you so much for listening. If you like what you're hearing, which, let's face it, you do, tell a friend. You can listen to us all sorts of places. A couple of them would be iTunes or AllisonRosen.com. Hello, my little corn dogs. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend. We're all here. Hello, Matt. Hey, what's going on? That was so weird. You threw I, me off, too. You I, looked at Gary and you said my name. That but was I'm here. strange. I think yep. you got promoted. I did. <laughs> it was fired, like, Gary. It was yeah, like I threw your name because I looked at you. No, it wasn't like that at all. It's just like I called <laughs> Gary by the wrong name. Hi, Gary. Hi, Allison. It's good though that you just jumped. You you know your name well. <laughs> Listen, I'm all about the yes and. Because I wasn't even looking at you. Mm-hmm. He's in the middle of a podcast. He's on. That's right. <laughs> That's absolutely right. Always on. Hello, Chris. Hello. And hello, Jenna. Hello. And thank you to Jenna for the suggestion of corn dogs as the carb to go to. It's a good However, one. something happened which may, might have thrown me off my game, but in a good way. Right as the theme song was about to start, Chris said grilled cheese sticks. Is that what you said? Uh, yeah, like the grilled cheese dippers. I don't know. I, I like to guess what you're going to oh, say. Oh, so you were guessing. Last, last week, I guessed baklava. <laughs> <laughs> See, i got to write down your guesses. Those, <laughs> yeah, they're good those ones. are good. Yeah. And you've never been right before, so you're actually just giving her new ideas. I'm 0 for 2. Exactly. <laughs> What's but, a grilled cheese stick? Thank you. A grilled cheese dipper. I don't know. I had them the other day, and that's why I, I thought Is it like them. a mozzarella stick? You just No, they're, no they're it's cut. like a strip of a sandwich. Yeah. And you dip them in your in your uh, tomato soup or something. What are these fancy establishments you guys are going to? That sounds delicious. It does sound yeah. really good. I made dinner for Alan's family one time over the holidays, and I did homemade tomato soup and then grilled cheese sandwiches. But I cut them into those strips, so it seemed like there was a lot more. Nice. You it's know? like it's, it's a like trick. So you're saying I need to come to your place? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Everybody gets some. I shared some of my apple with uh, Larry Miller today, and me, and and Matt. And Jeff, was it pieces it was, of an apple, was, or did you all take a bite? No, see, you had to you had to put them into pieces, and 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 everybody got a little taste. They were apple strips. Did you have? Do you guys have those apple corer things? Oh. Yes. <laughs> Does Chris have one of those? Does he ever? Chris, you want to explain? Oh, I absolutely do. At I work, got it in, at Amazon. <laughs> Look at the banner at AllisonRosen.com. That's right. I didn't realize you were such a gourmand because just the other day he mentioned bisque and. Mm. Of no, the no, lobster no. variety? No, he, no, what, what it <laughs> no, was No, winter is... vegetable bisque. <laughs> what <are> you... <laughs> I'm serious. No, but you made your own, and then you explained that, no, this wasn't really a bisque. You just had, like, pulped some vegetables or something? It is a bisque. Um, I just, I was just uh, selling myself short. It was a bisque. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I love how self-effacing you are, strictly about soup. <laughs> what happened was uh, Chris stopped in the doorway holding a spoon. 
And I found it distracting in an amusing way, so it just seemed like a very Chris move. Because I was doing the uh, the podcast <laughs> with Gary, me. and then Chris was just back there holding a giant spoon. And then he explained it was to eat his soup, which he had made on his own, and it might have been a bisque. Yeah. Do you I, cook uh, often? Some. Well, I I do that because uh, it's healthy and it's cheap. I just boil a bunch of vegetables in vegetable broth, and then I so blend I, them together. Can I ask a question. Yeah. If you were to like saute up some beef, maybe a little pork. Put that in a blender and blend it all up and put it in a bowl and grab a spoon. Is that a bisque? You could call it a bisque, but it wouldn't. I don't think it would taste good. I think you guys need to go on an episode of Chopped. You'd be perfect for this. Oh, yeah. I, I'm way down. <laughs> Chris would not be perfect for that. He'd be eating the what? other contestants' didn't, food. I know, but didn't you make a soup like a while ago that wasn't really a soup? Me? Yeah, it was like broth and... Of oh, my popcorn soup. <laughs> <laughs> I thought so. Yeah. Yes. Look, my, cupboard, kind of my cupboards are empty, so to I, have to, I have to use what's given me. It's like chopped. Every every night at my house is chopped <laughs> because I basically I open my cupboards and see what's left, and then I have to make a meal out of it. Nice. But do you cook for yourself often? I maybe try to. This, maybe my standards have just gotten really low since Daniel and I microwave lean cuisines frequently. Um, so maybe – sorry. It sounds like I'm insulting your cooking prowess. <laughs> are you a fancy person who cooks or is it you're like the basic human level of being able to create sustenance for yourself and it just seems exotic to me? A lot of times it is just to fuel my body so I can go through my day. But other times, you know, if I want to throw in a little basil chiffonade on my, on my spaghetti, then yeah, why not? You make Absolutely. a chiffonade? What is a chiffonade? It's just the way you cut the basil in, in a stretch. Chiffonade, chiffonade, I believe, it means a ribbon cut where you roll the basil leaf into a cylinder and you cut and you slice them and then they become these long strips. Okay. Like a grilled cheese chiffonade. Sounds delicious. It, yeah, it? that sounds better. <laughs> Self-efface no more. Where's this knowledge coming from? You, you have an apple core, you make a bisque, and you know what a chiffonade is. And I'm single. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't. I, I like. I like efficiency. So I got the apple cutter because uh, here our knives suck, and so I would bring my own cutting board and apple core, and I would just core my own apples here if I wanted a snack, and I could share it with the rest of the staff. Right. Um, no, but where would you learn what a chiffonade is? Oh, I used. I I worked under a chef. Oh right. Yeah, I worked in the kitchen at the melting in, pot in fondue. Stuff. No, no. This is this is in a restaurant in Costa Mesa. What one? One eighteen degrees. So it was, it's all it was a it. raw vegan restaurant. So mm. nothing was cooked. So I learned how to. I learned all my knife technique there because you couldn't cook anything, but you could cut it pretty fancy. I didn't know. Yeah. That you had done that. All right. Well, then while we're on this topic, what's the best knife set? Still under the wedding questions. The best <laughs> knife set? Do you have Do you have a fe- strong feeling about this? I don't. This? I mean. Yeah, I I, do you say Cutco? Yeah. Is that a real one? Yeah, isn't that where That's they like the one where they go door, door to door? To door? Oh, yeah. I didn't know they that. cut pennies Not in half one. to yeah. show you how how amazing they are. That's true. I've seen that. Yeah, I know. I can't pull but, any off the top of my head, but they're, no, they're definitely like, it some good ones. It starts with a W. Wusthof? Yeah. Okay. There that is one. that one, but then there's another one. Something something Henkels. Oh, there. Mm, yeah, there's two of those. Like the logo for that one is there are two guys, and there's another one with just one guy, and they're the same company, but one's like a higher higher quality mm. than the other one. I forget which one's which. You're a font of knowledge about all things uh, not cooking. Not really. You're too kind. Like, I, I don't, but I don't think so. But I just want to point out, of the people in this room who cook frequently, Jenna brings stuff in for us, and you don't, Chris. Oh, hey, I'm probably... I mean, you hand out apples. I did but... get yeah. a slice of apple, <laughs> which, fi- he, which he prepared. I, I cut a fine apple, <laughs> and I'm, I'm really proud of that. No, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I don't think my food would – I don't know if you guys would like it. 
I'm, I'm not, I'm not picky soup. at all. Yeah, popcorn soup is intriguing. The popcorn soup is not good. It's just that was for fuel. Um, because because the, the popcorn didn't it it's sog it gets soggy once you yeah. once you pop uh, pop them in that bra. Mm. <laughs> See, I you and I have a similar thing, which is I worry about my ability to cook for other people because mm-hmm. I can cook in a way that I like, which involves a lot of ingredients that I like, but I recognize that it's not anything that other people would like. It's all tailored to, you know, sugar-free ketchup, et cetera. Yeah, and and especially like in potlucks, when I want, if I want to make it like a a casserole, you you do it in your baking dish, and you can't try it. But how do you try it before you bring it out there? Because otherwise, there'll be a chunk missing when you when you bring it in. Classic. So you have casserole conundrum. Oh, you're, man, <laughs> I've you're, wondered you're, this many you know, times. Some uh, some flames of me are reigniting right now. <laughs> all right. Stressed out. I need to bring just. This this will be the last. No, it actually won't be the last <laughs> of me talking about wedding stuff because we have my fiance Daniel week coming up. Oh, favorite, my favorite week of the year. We're still <laughs> still trying to figure out the iconography for my fiance Daniel week. You know, remember your uh, my idea that you said you were going to do in Las Vegas. Are we actually going to do that? And should we say what it is because it's funny, or should we wait because we might actually do it? Save it. Are you surprising Daniel, or are you surprising us? It's everyone. Oh. If, it'll have to be a surprise for Daniel because I don't think he would appreciate it. I think this is a very intriguing tease. Yeah. All right. I want to I'm know. I'm excited. Like, I'm in. I want to know to the point where I will tune in to find out, which is, I Are think you, is the purpose of the Do you not remember? Because if you don't remember, I can act it out he for was you in and Vegas. you'll know. He doesn't remember Here. anything. She, for the listener, she is uh, putting her two hands above her head, almost resembling a mohawk or perhaps a, a shark. shark shark fin. <laughs> or a uh, stegosaurus back. We are doing that. We are. <laughs> I had forgotten about that, but we're doing that. Okay. That was so I, great. <laughs> that that I, do, I, do I wish I had mine up right I know, now. I wish like... we had this video. I often wish this was live. <laughs> Did you know what I was doing? I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I'm not the best at that. Um, so anyway, I had to bring it this up. It took me a second. I'm not going to lie. I, you know why? Because I could tell that what the fins that I was making were... Um, they they weren't. They, I wasn't making a real fin. I, like my hands were flopped. Like making your a hands v. were your hands were going in a, in different directions <laughs> v, too, which yeah. would which would suggest <laughs> that they sassy, weren't. I was being like a sassy shark. Like look at me swimming in the ocean. <laughs> for, for, <laughs> if a shark came up with, with a split fin, <laughs> yeah. If I saw a shark like sassily swimming up to me, I might not be scared. I might actually be <laughs> okay a, with I'm it. I'm a friendly, sassy, like cute shark just <laughs> flopping around with my fins. I would. Not do well if I were a shark. <laughs> anyway, I don't know if you guys have ever had the experience of having to choose linens for something. Oh, oh sing uh, it, sister. <laughs> <laughs> it's Thank not you. unlike probably Joanne's fabric. Ugh. So I haven't gone yet. Ugh. Gary hates Joanne's fabric. I haven't gone yet <clears throat> to the place to rent the linens or to figure out which. There's two different stores, and one of them might be more expensive, but they have more of a selection. And then the other one, and they have showrooms here and there, but. They, the showrooms don't – it's like a whole thing. Um, but these places are only open from 8.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. Who does – whose schedule does that work with? And why – oh, and this one is – so 8.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. but closed from 12 to 1. Why That's, is the linen ooh. business so full of themselves and why is it such an early day kind of thing? It's a hobby. It's not their main thing. It. It's, yeah, it's, it's just their hobby. Mm. It's, it's a labor of love. I don't I know. Think I think it's their yeah. whole life. 
even, yeah. even the store Linens and Things, they're not just doing linens. They have other things to do. I think that's what Chris is trying to get at. It, no, I think gig. it's like we know planning weddings are really terrible, so we're just going to add to that terribleness. We, and I like, think they can. Let's, what is, let's, let's mess with this culture and make it even more like Well, they crazy. totally can. You're not going to use like red and white checkered plastic shit on your wedding. Right. And they know that. Oh, what, is, what is the linen? It's true. Okay, I, I know nothing yeah, about planning weddings. Um, it's renting well, tablecloths. Oh, it's for table. So yeah. okay, and napkins and stuff, right? Yeah. Is there like a thread count thing that you look for, or what is it? Like, I don't. No, I, it's just appearance. Okay. It's just what Do color. Or bring they, a piece of your a... dress in. Want it? There's styles want it like and this. stuff too, though. Of like... Yeah, it's it's color and it's mm. you. I mean, you can get a solid or you can get a pattern or like if you could, you you could pull up La Tavola Linens, which is one of the places. That's the one that's only. Do you know it? I sure could. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to. But that's no, how few places there are. There's, I know of that one and I know of one other. So I think they really corner oh, the market. But anyway, yeah, there's all market. different – it's just all different types of fabrics and you can really – whatever you want, you can have in a um, tablecloth. That's oh, – So they have a bunch – There it is. See, there are some – see, yeah. For the listener, we're looking now oh, at the great. website – Nine to four, close twelve to one for yeah. lunch. Holy cow! This I think is the more expensive place. There's also another one, classic party rentals that I think we might go to. So you mm. have to go and pick these out. I th- you're well, a- the venue does provide them, but they're just white. Oh, and got they're it. not as does you know it doesn't make as much of a statement. No, I get <laughs> but it. I don't know I what I don't know what statement I want to make with my linens. Yeah. I didn't even know that's you hard. could that make a... this many statements with linens. I know. Like, yeah. This is insane. Uh, that's absurd. There's like there's like 15 collections, which I thought was just like, oh, this is there's two in this collection. No. You see that slider I'm messing with down there? Yeah. There's like 75 that, in each collection. That is why I feel like I have to go there in person as opposed to do it online. You because oh, they, go have, they have a person. website that's not conducive to in person, by the way. Right. Plus the color might – it might it be, be different. different. Yeah. Yeah, don't – don't don't do it just online. I did mine I online and I en- and had them sent and then I ended up returning like four of the colors because it was like that is not what it looked like online. So yes, go in. But I guess I'll just be getting up super early. Nine. Yeah, I mean it's not that bad. Well, I just don't understand. <laughs> I just it's don't just understand. annoying. I just don't. Like, There's I steam coming that- out of Matt's ears. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that the construction business is one that happens early in the day, but why is linen such an early morning thing? I'm going to ask them that when I go. go. Maybe like, there is some reason. Like it, maybe the people that go there are construction workers. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, that wouldn't work. It's like Martha Stewart type people. They've been up since dawn, right? Like milking their cows and making homemade making things. things. Yeah, chiffon odds. Yeah. Yes. Ooh, they. I think it's just to show how how dedicated and legit you are. You're not just some wishy washy person walking around looking at linens and window shopping. It's a test. Yeah. Oh, they're here now. They mean business. They want business. And uh, let's give it to them. I think you're right. Yeah. Um, I do think that we have an iTunes comment of the week. But first, I want to say the excitement of starting your business, getting your first customer, and finally quitting your job hasn't moved you to action yet. Here's another great reason to get started. It is National Start Your Business Month. Own a, or, or open a competing linen store. 
I would be a customer. LegalZoom <laughs> wants to help you start your own corporation or LLC or file your DBA so you can get up and running quickly and easily. This month, only take advantage of their National Start Your Business Month special, and you get a free three-month trial of all new QuickBooks, which makes it so much easier to run your new business. Which, And by the way, that's a $119 value. Free! Free! When you enter Allison in the referral box at checkout. That's LegalZoom.com, promo code Allison. LegalZoom provides self-help services and can connect you with the right attorney, but they're not a law firm. LegalZoom, promo code Allison. All right. All right. iTunes comment of the week. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments and don't forget to click five stars. All right, this week's iTunes comment of the week comes from Kimmy Diamond, and it is titled, Don't Forget to Click Five Stars. I would like to compliment your fans. I love hearing what other people think of ARIYMBF. Makes me feel less lonely in the world. Fan fiction. Allison and I are talking in my kitchen. Yes. Uh, it says taking in, but I'm assuming talking. I think, uh, I think it's got to be talking. I think it works either way, as you'll hear. Sorry. Uh, Allison and I are talking in my kitchen, yes, in Columbus, Ohio. Chris and Gary are sitting on the couch, and Fondelier is sitting on the love seat. Jenna walks in, and I scream like a little girl because my name is Kim Jones, and Jenna's full name, I think, is Jenna Kim Jones. It's just like an episode of Friends. See how ridiculous <laughs> is this fan fiction? Thank you guys so much for many inappropriate bursts of laughter. I absolutely adore you all, and thanks to your fans. Smiley face emoticon. Thank you. <laughs> I, love, I love the fanfic. That's pretty sweet. Me too. Yeah, I, that is way keep fun. Keep writing those. Those are hilarious. They're great. So, Jenna, did you change your name or no? Legally, I have a different last name right now. My husband's Moss, M-O-S-S. But I like that you had right now. Like, so, wait, is it? You, <laughs> might, un, you might undo <laughs> it one of these days. Back. So, does that make it Jenna Kim Moss? Um, when I have to show my license, yes. But for comedy, I keep the Jones. Jenna Kim Jones. So, is Kim your middle name or do you have two first names? Kim's my middle name. Mm-hmm. Yep, but a lot of times, oh, like is her name Jenna Kim? Is that what you thought? Right. No, like my mom's name is Laura Lee. Yeah, people That's not a middle name. Yeah, I don't know. Oftentimes, people just assume it's my name because I go by it, Jenna Kim. But uh, like, it, so a lot of people call me Jenna Kim, JK. At Daily Show, I was just JKJ all the time. Everybody called me that. So how did you, you know call somebody, me that too? How did you know if somebody was said something, then they were just kidding? I know, right? Like Jake, <laughs> just kidding, Jenna. JK, JKJ. JKJ. That would be very confusing. Yeah. But back before Moss was part of your name, when you would call and leave your name, like at, I don't know where, not not a performing thing, would you okay. say Jenna Jones or Jenna Kim Jones? Um, I would say, like in college, I would just do Jenna Jones. But then when I became a professional, I did Jenna Kim Jones because I had all my emails that way. Gotcha. Yeah. But you're actually Jenna Kim Moss on mm-hmm. your license. Yep. Yeah. I think that's what I'm going to do. Allison Ross. Do it. Not Ross. Allison Allison Moss. Allison (laughs) Rosen Moss was the joke I was going for, but Allison Ross is what came out. Yeah. I I discussed this on the Adam Carolla show. Initially, I was thinking, uh, did I? Let me know if I talked about it in front of you guys on this show, though. Initially, I was thinking that I would change my name. But it's like I've already got the theme song and the website yeah. and this show. Can't do it. You well, might... that's the thing. It's And I don't want to change my, my iPhone contact or anything. Right. Too I don't want to put you guys through that. Thank Too you. You're Actually, what's really funny is because I still go by Jenna Kim Jones at church, sometimes people will call Alan Alan Jones <laughs> because oh. they like just like forget. You assume. Your real last right. Name. They yeah. just forget that like, oh, no. his He has a different last name. So sometimes people will be like, Alan Jones. <laughs> He's like, I don't. Is that 
do, is it unusual to not change your name in the Mormon faith? Kind of. And I actually waited about six months just because I was unsure of what to do. And then finally it was just like, you know what, I'm just going to do it. Alan kind of wanted me to. And it doesn't change like the career thing because everybody still knows me as Jenna Kim Jones. My email is still that. Like, And at church, I don't care. Like, Some people will say Moss. Some people say Jones. It doesn't matter. It's your stage name. Yeah. Yeah. Like and Prince. I love the sound of it. I just couldn't change it. Because if I was going to go Moss full-time, I'd just have to be Jenna Moss because Jenna Kim Moss sounds weird. The mm. two M's. Yeah. It's good to have the alliter- the sandwiched alliteration. Yeah, it's nice. Like I have no- like, two of my friends in New York, Courtney Kendall and Corinne Kennedy. Those are all good names. Great names. Yeah. yeah. You knew Corinne. Uh-huh. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. All right. I think we have something to pull out of a hat. It's the topic, topic sombrero. We asked for topics and you sent them in. It's the topic, topic sombrero. Now pick a topic and let's begin. It's the topic, sombrero. First, I'm going to jump in and say, Matt, you took a trip recently, although yes. when people hear this, it might have been a little bit a little time ago, and yep. I am going to want to hear about your trip. Okay. So think about that. Oh, while I've we... got a great story to tell that oh, good. I've, I've been excited to tell since we started this. So. Okay. Okay. Well, let's hear that topic sombrero, <laughs> Gary. Go ahead. <laughs> That's a tease. Um, this week's topic sombrero comes from ILI, and it is subject cold feet. Hey, Allison and gang. Love, love your show. It literally gets me through the day sometimes, and I don't even care if my boss hears me laughing out loud and judges me. I, too, am planning a wedding. Mine is in June, and it's comforting to hear you talk about your concerns on air because this whole process is stressing me out so much that all I want to do right now is run away from everyone and everything. I keep telling myself it'll be worth it in the end, and quite frankly, we've already put down too many damn deposits to turn around. My question to you is, with your big day right around the corner, what big thing would you have done differently if you had the chance to start over? Thanks, and good luck with the final wedding push. ILI from Albany, New York. Thank you for your email. Um, My answer might change later. Right now, if I had it to do all over again, I would have allowed myself more time to plan. I just, just didn't understand how long the process takes, and I didn't understand why it takes so long, and I didn't understand why everyone talks about wedding planning as a huge huge stressful thing. Now I totally get all that. Um yeah, I just I would if you if you if it's possible to give yourself a year, do it. Because to not have all that pressure when you're trying to make the decisions and also be honest with yourself about what kind of person you are. Are you a person who likes to explore all of your options because that is going to take more time because that's the kind of person I am which I just like I've known that about myself, but I, it wasn't so crystal clear to me, um, and I totally lost my train of thought. Jenna, I did. I planned my wedding in six months, and it felt rushed. So I understand wanting to like have more time, but uh, I'm trying to think if there was something I would do differently. Doesn't it always feel rushed? I mean, have you ever met a, a couple that, you know, three months before, they're like, oh, I'll take care of Let's just sit back and wait for the day. So <laughs> I don't think that it's, ever You're happens. right. You're right. It, well, that's the thing is that, ha- that I was aware of that, that had we given ourselves more time, we would have just started later. Yeah. Probably. Right. I mean, that, oh, that's what I was going to say is that 
in terms of being honest with yourself about who you are. I'm not a person who enjoys making decisions either. Like I don't enjoy, I, I don't enjoy the process. This is not my thing. Um, I guess what I didn't have baked into the amount of time it would take is a lot of it was going to be us figuring out what kind of wedding we want. Like some people just know men or or women from the time they've been little, they have a sense of what kind of wedding they would want or what kind of party they would want. And even that, like, just think of it as like a big party you're throwing. I've never thrown a big party. We're not the mm-hmm. party throwing type. Actually, that's something I wanted to bring up as well. More and more, I'm, I've realized that Daniel and my good friends are the people that we have known forever. And we, no, I, I, I backed into this the wrong way. What I'm trying to say is, since meeting each other, we don't hang out with friends very often. Right. We pretty much just hang out with each other. And I don't think that's the healthiest thing. I don't think it's the best thing. And it's making us both feel like what ha- like like we are um we're like we're losers. <laughs> I totally want to no, no, understand what not, you're saying. It may not be the healthiest thing, but it's definitely not an uncommon thing. It's a normal thing. Um because when especially when, when two people are together that long, they become like one entity. One like person. So like if you go anywhere without Daniel, ladies, he's single. Come on, listen to the way. If you go, if you go anywhere without Daniel, it's always, oh, that's weird. Where's Daniel? Right. So it's just you, you, you meld into one person. So that's why it feels like you guys are spending all of your, you know, time together because you are. But I know I just think, um, don't don't feel like it's it's really that bad because you are hanging out with each other. But um, I don't actually. I don't even know where I'm going with this. Great. I, just, uh, I try. I try to make you feel better, and you know it's, it's not. It's not that. happening. No, I appreciate just, that. No, I cannot. I, that. I can't help you. I found your two become one comment to be very sentimental and Thank sensual. You, Spice Girls. Spice Girls. I mean, yeah. I mean, is it? Oh, I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, Matt, you're in a relationship. Yes. Has it? Do you hang out with your friends less? You live with your friends. So. Yeah, I, I live with my friends. I've been able to kind of split time pretty well, but uh, you know, you guys have been together for a really long time. Uh, my girlfriend and I have only been together for about a year, so I'm sure a couple of years from now it might be a little bit different. But We've only been together three years. But I think that mm. it has to do with who you are fundamentally. Like mm. I think that – but I haven't always been this way because I was quite social when I was younger. But I think both of us just aren't that social anymore. So we don't need – well, I mean I think it would be better if we both hung out with a lot of with, – with other people. But I think that we – it's – we're fine with just hanging out with each other. And I mean, you're, whether or not you've seen your friends as much as you've wanted to, it's not like you're not going to have a ton of friends to invite who aren't going to have a great time at your party. Mm-hmm. You're, instead, it's going to just become like this reunion of all these right. people you haven't seen in so long, and everyone's going to be so happy to see you. So like, who cares? It's going to be yeah. great. You're going to have a great time. All right. Thanks. Are really, you... Alan and I just need to start hanging out with you and Daniel. Yeah, I was going to say. Like that. <laughs> we thought about that. Fine, I know. Fine. Like, we need that's, to do that. That's why couples get so uh, – go get along very well with other couples because they they're, everyone's going through the same thing. So throw, throw a couple's dinner party or something. Yeah, we should. I, I, can, I can cook the first course, popcorn soup. Oh, no, nice. we want your bisque. Well, it, 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 <laughs> we'll be a popcorn uh, no, soup, winter vegetable bisque, a mousse bouche as the uh, the first course. Just one, just one bite with all the flavors of the evening. Wow, I think. that's amazing. But like, I have friends who 
no matter what, they're probably always hanging out with a group of, let's say, four other women. And, you know, like when I moved to New York, I just got replaced. These are my friends in Orange County. I love my friends in Orange <laughs> County, but I'm just saying, like, my friend, like some of my friends are very social. So at all times, they are surrounded by other people, and there's other people who are in there, you know, always. It's just going to, there's just always going to be people filling that slot. Um, whereas I'm not like that so much. And so when I moved from, you know, from New York back to LA, I met Daniel quickly and I didn't, I haven't made a lot of new LA friends. I'm trying to think if I've made, except for you guys. (laughs) Well, your job's job's not entirely conducive to it. Right. I mean, the hours we work. That's true. And who knows? I mean, there's rumors that they may slightly change and that could be for the better, but it's hard to fucking plan dinner with friends. Yeah. Especially yeah. if they don't live. But it's not in, more than hard. It's impossible. It's impossible. It has well, been impossible. I mean, yeah. Unless we, you're willing to go out really, really we late, usually which tape... is a younger person's game even for me. But it's like – and that's like – to say it's very hard, that person better live in your neighborhood. It's like my best friends live in Santa Monica. Like I'm not fucking – no one's right. having dinner with me at 1030 in Santa Monica on a weeknight. Right. That's just not happening. Because we usually tape Adam's show around 7. It's a soft 7, so it could be 7 to 7.15. It'll go on till, and we're usually here till nine, nine thirty. Like at, at least, yeah, at least. So if people want to hang out that night, either we can go really early and do an early afternoon thing, or a really late night thing on a weekday. We can't just, but like uh, really early afternoon because it's like his shows at seven. That's a soft seven. Like a lot of times you got to be here at five thirty or nine in the morning. Well, <laughs> and yeah. so Daniel works, you know, morning to. Like he probably gets home at like seven or something. Yeah. So I've already left for work by the time he gets home. Have- so then I get home. And so then we have, you know, we eat dinner later than he would normally eat dinner. And then we like watch TV or talk or whatever. And then we go to sleep. So I, I already feel like I hardly ever see him. Yeah. And then, you know, because we work Sundays. So it's hard to introduce hanging out with other people into that because already we feel like we don't see each other very often. The Working here, the schedule, our schedules are, are like opposites. They're, they're like the film negatives of what... Everybody else's schedule, like a normal person's schedule. So I'm, I'm surprised that you guys are are all in relationships because I don't know how. When I had a girlfriend, it was really rough on her that our schedules were so opposite because she would work mostly during the day and come home at night, and I would work mostly at night. And so it was just it was really tough because I don't know, you just never see each other and you couldn't hang out, you couldn't make things work. Yeah. So I mean, I'm not surprised that you guys all have a significant other because you're lovely people. Um, but you know, it, the, but but based on hours alone. Yeah. It's, it's, it's no, tough. I agree with you. Yeah. hundred percent. But hopefully that's all going to change. I think we're going to start recording shows earlier. So we'll all be able to uh, have dinner dinner parties with our friends now. I know. I'm <laughs> trying to not, think. Let's not be silly here. I'm trying to think if there's any downside to potentially recording the show earlier in the day. I'm not really seeing one. It there's seems really good. Not. You're going to want to record mm-hmm. your show after? Yeah. That's the downside for you. Ouch. For us. Oh, for us. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Sorry. I, for, I was thinking my – not all here today. I was I, thinking. I, I meant at least you and I and yes. the group. Right, right. I was thinking the Monday shows. Oh, but no. of course, this one will be after as well. So, it's But cool. I feel like that's actually – it's actually more convenient when you think about it because before – This is totally a conversation to not be having on the mics because it's boring. So just have, <laughs> having it for one more second. Yeah, it's still better because before we would have to record the show and then we'd have to leave an hour before – 
the main show for you to prepare and, and stuff. So now we don't have to do that. So yeah, it's all good. Yeah. All Everybody right. wins. Win win. Right. Sorry, listeners, for that little detour we went No, they win. On. And sorry for you guys if I insulted you when I said bad for you. I meant it's bad for all of us. We share in this together. But it's good for all of us. Matt story. Yes. <laughs> okay, so uh, my grandpa's 90th birthday was this past weekend. He lives in Florida. What's in, his name? Uh, Lester. Aww. Happy birthday, Lester. I'm sure he says thank you. Um, <laughs> he's a great guy. still has all his marbles. He's super hilarious. <laughs> he's a marble collector? No, well, yeah, that too. But no, I mean some some old people. They, yeah, they, they lose their marbles. But he's like still hilarious, and you know you you wouldn't know at all. So you know he still lives like in an, in an assisted living facility. Um, and my family all went down there. Parents went a day ahead because my sister and I both had to work, and it was a complete surprise that my sister and I were going to be there. So my parents had dinner with him the night before, and the next morning we just walked in, and he was just in complete shock. And that's ballsy to surprise a nine-year-old. That's what I was just saying. I was thinking that. (laughs) Are you kidding? We all had that thought. Why would you do that? (laughs) It was great though. I mean, because he thought, like, for a split second, he thought that I was my dad. He was like, "Hey!" And then, like, you just saw it register Mm -hmm. that that it was not him. Um, So you know, we had this great uh, brunch event, and all the the whole community was all there, and lots of speeches and and birthday wishes and stuff. So my part in this whole uh, presentation was a photo slideshow. So my dad and my uncle sent me hundreds of pictures, and I put it all together with music, and we projected this thing, you know, pictures from my grandpa's entire life. Um, and it went over great, but there was a very, very bizarre interaction that happened afterward that I really want to share because I'm still kind of reeling from it. <laughs> so uh, this thing's over, and everyone's just kind of milling about, and this 80-year-old woman who's, you know, part of the community, taps me on the shoulder and she starts talking to me and starts commenting on the photo slideshow. And she's like, oh, you know, I really, I'd like to do this. I have so many pictures. Can you help me? And I was like, well, you know, if you scan the photos and you email them to me, like, yeah, I mean, iPhoto, it's not that hard. Conversation ended. I'm just talking to other people in my family. And then I get a tap on my shoulder. It's the same woman again. And she says, "Um, can you come back with me to my room? And help me figure out how to record an episode of Downton Abbey because I'm trying to figure it out and I don't know how to do it. I know this trick. Yeah. So I'm like, uh, uh, I, I guess. I guess. I, I mean, I don't know what your cable situation is. She's like, no, I'm sure you could figure it out. But, you know, yes. Like I live, you know, I live in the building right right next door. If you could just come with me, I'd, I'd really appreciate it. So I'm like, uh, all right, sure. So I walk out the door with her and uh, we go up to her room and starting to record the TV show and I'm looking around her apartment and she's got like all this artwork everywhere and she's like, you know, I'm I'm an artist. I painted all this stuff. You know, these are all like watercolors. I'm like, wow, those really beautiful. She's like, yeah, you know, I've got uh, I've got prints of this if you want. You know, it's just right over here in my bedroom. I got a print right over here. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure, okay. So she goes into the other room to go get this print, and I'm just, like, sitting there fiddling with her remote. That's not what it sounds like. <laughs> trying, to, uh, <laughs> trying to, like, just get my head around this entire situation. I'm, like, sweating bullets. What did you think was happening at this point? Did you feel like... It felt like exactly that music cue is oh, what geez. it felt like. Oh, jeez. And... Because I'm sitting here thinking, 
There's no way. Like, this is just right. an old lady asking you to do her a nice favor. Listen, ultimately. More than one, it sounds like. Ultimately, <laughs> that is what it was. And she, oh. and she came out and, you know, she signed this artwork for me. And it's like a beautiful piece. I mean, it really, truly is. And I'm I'm very grateful for it. And I came back downstairs with this artwork, and my parents were like, where the fuck have you been? What is that? I'm like, well, just went into that old lady's room to try to help her, you know, record the show. Um, so anyway, that that's basically it. But it was the it was so surreal to, like, be doing this weird small talk going up to this. Wait. Like, so yes. this is just a nice lady just inviting you in and just being very sincere and genuine. That's like, all it. It's all turned out to be. But the entire time it was happening, you thought you were going to see like a naked old lady. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yes. Yeah. And what then, were you going to do? How awkward was it when she walked back in and well, your pants were down? Yeah, that was really strange. <laughs> that was awkward, and was also awkward is as she's signing this piece for me, her front door opens up and her husband comes in on his walker, <gasps> and we just lock eyes. Oh and no! And I'm just like. Hey man, what's <laughs> up? You know, like what? What do you say? Uh, so anyway, it was. I had I had this erection when I walked in. <laughs> it was it was truly bizarre. What were you gonna do? Had you fought it out? No, I mean, I uh, listen. I obviously nothing was going to happen, but I also didn't want to be rude. I wasn't gonna Is tell it her. Obvious? Um, maybe. <laughs> when you said she was a painter, I thought maybe she was going to, yeah. like, paint you. Like, can uh, I paint you? Awesome. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like a Titanic thing. Yeah. 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 Oh, that'd be yeah. amazing. That, I, that occurred to me as well. Okay, thank you. I'm not the only no. crazy one. <laughs> I did not get uh, painted. So I didn't know where the story was going. Are you... Oh, are you happy? Are you kind of, Insulted. Like, yeah, are you, are you bummed? Oh. Uh, interesting. Like, oh, no, oh how could she not want this? I my takeaway from the experience is a hundred percent positive because it really, it really, truly is an awesome piece of art, and I'm definitely putting it up, and I'm super excited. What does it look like? It's, I think the piece is something to do. It's called like Metamorphosis through acting, and it's a watercolor painting of all of these classic actresses and like butterflies, and it's all like reds and browns. It's, I mean, it's truly. Impressive, especially since it was painted with uh, with watercolor, because it looks. I mean, the colors are very pure. Um, but again, the whole the whole experience from the come up to my room to let me go in my bedroom and get this. Why did you agree then, if you were so worried? Well, because worried is not the right word for it. She's not going to like attack me or something. Although that also occurred to me when I but it just in the it door, just kept like, elevating and in your head. Skin. You said you were sweating bullets. I was. So I was. the fact that you kept agreeing, what would have been the the line where you you stopped. If she had actually physically advanced on me, that probably oh. would have been like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What if she's, she's like, oh, my bed is the most comfortable bed. Just lie down. <laughs> yeah, just you lie down. you got to try this out. <laughs> You'd probably lie down I there. I can't figure out how to use my sheets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm a very polite person. I probably would have been like, oh, look, you got to just. Yeah, she probably could have manipulated me further. But, yeah, it was really bizarre. No, was she, bizarre like, attractive? Experience. For an old lady, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, she was like hot. A, like a blonde old lady. From the Golden Girls. Blanche. I mean, Isn't that her name? She yeah, Blanche is the hot one. Was she the hot one? one? Yeah. Oh, okay. Or she's the it's one that's like, room a, she's like a sassy shark. Oh, she was the hot one. <laughs> she was the hot one. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah, like what kind of hot old lady was she? Was she like red-haired confid- She was red hair, but uh, who knows if that's oh, natural How did you know I that? I don't know. I just pulled yeah. it out. No, so she was I like, was imagining that too. She was like um, 
Mona on Who's the Boss. Don't like half of old women's hair start to turn some tinge some tinge of red. red. No, I think they turn a tinge of gray and white and red might be a color. I think that's their scalp (laughs) coming through their hair. Maybe they turn I don't think so. Maybe. I don't know. My grandma's hair definitely turned pink and it was a dark color before. And I think it was just her hair got like light and white and then her scalp started to go through. Maybe. So 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 brassy. She was brassy. Yeah. Brassy redhead. Yeah, I mean, it, again, it was sort of just a socially awkward exchange because I was happy to help her with this project that I had no idea if I could actually – like I had, I mean, I know how to record a TV show. It's not like that was going to be that hard. But it just seemed like she had tried like once or twice to to get me – to engage me in that way. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, I mean, ultimately, <laughs> she's just, you know, she's a nice, harmless old lady. Like, she was very sweet and she's a very talented artist. But again, it the walk the walk have, away from my family and they're like, where are you going? Like, oh, I'll talk to you in a few minutes. Has, you know, like, it was just bizarre. It was totally bizarre. What's the old folks home named Cougar Town? <laughs> has no, our generation just, Ranch. just watched way too much porn and now, like, when people just want to do so. nice things, you think, oh... I know, I know what you really want. That's ultimately why I feel that, it seems totally like a innocent. Jerk. But the way well, you told the story too, I thought, I well, thought, yeah, oh, you we were... all thought it was headed well, no, that way yeah. from how I told the story. But isn't there also That's like a it. bad epidemic of like SCDs and shit in retirement yes. homes? Because old people are like, "Fuck it, I'm about to die. Let's bang." Yeah. Oh no, yeah, no, old <laughs> no people. I'm not even kidding. But then they yeah. can't get pregnant, so they don't use birth control, right. and like there's like there's bad SCD problems in I retirement communities. Read news stories like that. So yeah. So I almost became a statistic. That's what you guys are trying to say, right? If you had become a statistic, I would hope you would have taken care of your body hair ahead of time mm-hmm. with something like the no-no. <laughs> the way I said that, I suggested it's only only for the kind of body hair that Matt Fondelier might want to remove. I don't, I'm not even saying you would want to. What I'm saying is the no-no can be used. You can use it on your legs. You can use it on your face. Quit spending your time and your money on expensive laser hair treatment removals or waxing or anything like that, even a razor. Use the no-no instead. It's the size of a cell phone. It's totally portable. You can use it on your body and your face. It does not hurt at all. Um, you really can't even feel it. And there's this cool little LED readout that tells you if you're using it right. It's easy to use. You just glide it along your skin. Um, never again hassle with an appointment for an expensive in-office treatment. And, and it works on all skin types, all hair colors, and it's safe and effective for both men and women. There's an exclusive offer for my listeners. And with the offer, you get the no-no. You get an exclusive facial kit so you can use it not only on your body but also to remove facial hair. You get a travel case, which is super snazzy, and the entire purchase is backed by their triple guarantee. If you're not 100% satisfied, they'll refund the purchase price, refund the shipping, and even pay for you to ship it back to them. You don't risk a penny to try the no-no. Terms and conditions may apply. So here's how you take advantage of the special offer. Go to nonobestfriend.com or call 800-508-4815. Again, that's nonobestfriend.com or call 800-508-4815. Okay. When, when Matt went on that trip, he did something a little different. Or his out-of-office email usually just says, I'm out of office. I will be back on this day. But this time it said, I'm currently in Florida celebrating my grandpa's 90th birthday. That was a humble brag to me. Yeah, I, I, don't, I saw like, that shit and was, I was like, wow, showing off, bro. What, yeah. oh, you're he has good genes? You're, it was good so fam- far- you're a good family man and your yeah. grandfather lives long and you're going it was, it was to just, Florida. It was so like, specific. I I wanted people to understand because I don't – usually if I go out of town, I don't really put on the out of office uh reply but that was a specific day where there was no chance in hell i would be able to respond to anything so i wanted to incorporate 
a legitimate reason for being out of the office, and then I provided a backup number and email if it was really an emergency. But I, I, you know, I was intentional to put that in there so that uh, so that no one would bother me. Okay. Yeah. Did it work? Yeah. Well, yeah. Kind of. <laughs> no, it didn't. You definitely emailed. I emailed, I emailed, I emailed, I emailed, I emailed you yeah. numerous times, yeah. and you replied. So yeah, no, it didn't work. I did. <laughs> yeah, there were some stressful parts of the day of Felt the like weekend, bragging. but that's okay. Yeah. It's all good. I'm just kidding. Your family sounds so delightful and functional. Are they? Yeah, they really are. They really? definitely are. So um, there's no like yeah, this fondelier so. doesn't get along with that fondelier because my family did a similar thing in Florida many many years ago, and it was like I think awful for all parties involved. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean honestly, I I have a great family. My my sister and I are great friends. We get along with our parents. My grandpa's bizarre sense of humor is the same as my dad's and he passed that down to me, so we all And your parents get along with their siblings? So yeah. he's to blame. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's his fault. He had some line where my grandpa was about to give a speech at the end of this party and and his girlfriend cuz my my grandma passed away like a decade ago and he's has a new girlfriend and right before he gave the speech she said keep it short and in front of all of his friends my grandpa said uh if you've seen me naked you know it already is <laughs> it's coming from a 90 year old man so he's just he's hilarious where he does his girlfriend yeah. live in the yeah they live together they've been together for a long time they've That's been together so cute yeah it is really cute how they meet at the retire like, at a retirement community like after my grandma passed away obviously some time had passed and if you're a single old dude, you are a hot commodity. And there was a little while where he was like dating girls and girls, women. And, uh, <laughs> and yeah, at a certain point, oh some God. mutual friend had set them up and they really connected and they've, they've been together for a decade now. So it's, it's strange to say my grandpa's girlfriend, but right. she's, you know, she's of similar age and they live together in this community. So fantastic. Yeah. It's really yeah. nice. It's weird how we say, Oh, how cute about old people when, if they were, you know, 45 or something, you wouldn't like, right. you'd be like, when cool. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like these yeah. are people who now the cutest they're line full graph on people. Yeah. Explain. It's, it's, it's a letter U. Yeah. With in, in cute relation when you're to young time. And you're cute when you're old. Yeah. What are you in the middle? Boring. Yeah. Just regular. <laughs> Robust. <laughs> Young-ish. All right, just me or everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? All right, Brent Hudson says, I have this fear that if I tighten the tuning key one more turn, the string on my guitar on my guitar will break and take my eye out. Um, yes. When I used to play guitar, I, that exact fear, as I would turn it, I would squint and turn away. Chris, you play. Do you that have is this? A common, that is a common misconception. Well, I mean, it, it, technically it could happen if you, if you turn it really hard. I think they did it in a movie. The, Final Destination. Was it Final Destination? I think it's it like House on like Haunted Hill or it was something that like that because whenever I tune my guitar, I had a friend that would always watch me on pins and needles like, oh my gosh, is it going to happen this time? And I always look at him like, why are you staring at me when I do that? And it's because of this movie where that happened to a guy. Mm. I mean, I've been sliced by, by a string a, a, a few times. but never Sliced really. because it, you tuned it because it broke and it yeah. flew at you? No, no, no. Just just because um, when when uh, when you restring your guitar there on your headstock, you, you, you're supposed to cut your strings. Cause right. it's a, there's a lot, you see a lot of guitarists who leave them hanging. It's pretty rock rock and roll if you leave them hanging. Um, they're sharp on the end. Yeah, they're really sharp. They're like they're like some of them are needles, pretty yeah. much. So, yeah, and they're just. I knew I met a guy who would give himself tattoos with a guitar string. 
Yuck. And a, yeah, and, and a pen. And he, I mean, they looked awful, but that's what he used. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Rebecca Olivas says, apps shaking from fear of being the chosen one to be deleted from your iPod. Just me or everyone. Um, <laughs> I know what you mean. I'm trying to okay. rephrase for, this. For those who don't have yes, an when, iPhone or iPad. Yeah. When you hold down on an app, they all start shaking, and that's how you can delete them. She's saying the reason they're shaking is because they're all scared. I don't I, – I don't – that's cute. I don't think of it that way, but I when they are all shaking, I'm often afraid I'll accidentally delete or move or just do something fucked up. Does it not give yeah. you an are you sure if you delete it? Does it do that? It does, but, yeah. Oh, yeah, but I've, it does. I've fucking – I've accidentally like – Put something in a folder, exactly. created a folder. I put something into a folder that was existing and like with multiple pages. So it like puts it on the fifth page and then, yeah. then you can't find it. Yep. Nicholas Lee says, I think three-fourths of all comments on celebrity tweets are by insane people. What are you talking yes. about? Those those diet fads aren't real? Yeah. Uh, you know, when whenever you see a celebrity tweet, it's like, hey, Kobe Bryant, I love your new diet. You look great. And then click on this link and get a virus. <laughs> do you see those at all? Yeah. Or I, your I tattoo looks great? By the way, can I point out, I know that you can use Spotlight. Please don't tweet me about how to find my apps. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was just kidding. I, I, <laughs> I, I know. Um, or, or there are people that just like, well, because um, whenever I uh, – because you know, tweeting is live. So you, you see some, someone tweet and then the next comment will be like two seconds after it. And it's just the most outrageous and vulgar thing you could think of, like in racist and everything. And it's just all for shock value. And I don't know. I, I read that and – it's so it, it, yeah, I think so. Insane people. Yeah, totally. I think so. Uh, Does it even matter? Says when I see an NBA announcer on TV, I say I like how his wife dressed him. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't do that. I've but never I, done that. I like that. I like the implication here that that we as men never dress ourselves, and that our entire fashion is is based on that of the women we're with. Are NBA announcers especially snazzy? No, they're especially. I'd say sideline reporters. NBA announcers, by and large, tend to be dicks with the way they dress. <laughs> like, just very, that's not necessary, over-the-top type of shit. Like, they're, like, mm, there's, like their see, wife put together their outfit. Like, matchy, matchy, matchy. Kind who's of? that guy on TNT? Yeah, I can't. I'm, Brett, no. He wears ridiculous, like, yeah. blue and white pinstripe suits. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. But he, like, doesn't fuck around with it, and he's very serious. And I kind of see what this person's saying, which is, like, is there not a woman at home who's stopping you on the way out the door and asking you to check a mirror? Like, who's approving? We're who's talking approving about him. We are talking about him, but not <laughs> not in a good way. Right. Chris Chandler says, every time I see a tombstone in movies, I do the math with the dates to figure out how old the person was when they died. Not just movies. Yeah, I do it in oh, real life. Oh, yeah, I do that. If I, see, if I see two years, I will try to figure out how old you were. You know my new pet it's not a pet pet peeve is too strong. My new thing that I find myself unable to deal with in conversation and I think it's just because my brain is taxed is when you're talking to someone like my mom was doing this and I was like okay well so you know what time would you need to be there to do this and she's like well I've got to go here and that'll take about 20 minutes and then if I come back that's like 10 minutes and then there so it probably take me 5 minutes. And I'm like no, but how, just, right. like, just do the math for me. Right. And then that happened with Daniel. He was trying to explain. Hmm. He was trying to explain that like this wine is this much a bottle, but they're charging this much a glass versus this one is this much a bottle, and they're charging this much a glass. <laughs> and I'm like, well, you just multiply okay. a glass by four and a half, and that's a bottle. 
I know there uh. was no there was there was more to, it was like no it's like just no, do the math you know what it was right. it was that these two bottles yes it's both of these bottles are $32 but they're charging $8 a glass for this one and $10 for that one mm-hmm. and I'm like oh, just tell me like what's the point <laughs> yeah because I can't I can't do the math and I don't know whether is something overpriced is something cheaper just I just don't line. understand I'm so yeah. confused right. we just want to know what's going to get you drunker faster <laughs> <laughs> That's at least my prerogative with wine. I think lately, though, <laughs> I just – and I think that I'm probably the worst with this because Daniel – when there was something we were debating and Daniel sent me an email and it was like laid out in this super clear way. It was like here's this, here's this, here's this. No, like he, here's this, the verdict. Here's this, the ver- – it was like about hotels or something. But it was like he had researched it and he like presented it in this like way that was – Super, I felt like all the information was there and like all, and it was so clear versus how I send emails, which is like basically I'm just talking out loud. Send. <laughs> mm. It's all a big fucking chunk of text. There's not paragraphs and there's, and if I'm asking someone a question, it's embedded four fifths of the way down and it's not clear that it's a question. It's gotta be, it's gotta be so frustrating because, and I am now even more aware of that because when people are doing their out loud math at me, I'm like, I can't, I can't keep up. Just tell me what you're trying to say. Do you guys find how oh, that is this so situation in your life? Alan is way too organized and like efficient for that, but I think I'm the one who does that. To I him know sometimes. I'm the one who does that. I know so, I'm the one who does yeah, that. I can I feel see bad. how frustrating it would be when you say it like that. Gosh. Yeah, I'm guilty of it. It's, is it that thing that we were talking about before of sort of being hesitant to make a point? Yeah, I think so. I think it's like, what's your schedule tomorrow? Well, I have this and this because you want to like feel out how they're going to react. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Yeah. It's bad. Just say it like it is. See, know? my mom is unable to summarize. She's just very – like there's this short story by – I think it's by Borges about this guy who – can't if I remember it's called Funes the Memoriam or Funes the Memorias or something, and it's about this guy who remembers everything in like crystal clear detail and how I think it's about what how awful for me to mention a short story and then not remember what it's about and also not remember the point of it. But I, all I remember is is this guy who cannot like he can't compress his memories. Every memory is like super crystal clear wow. and how it I want to say what it what it was suggesting is that how much that inhibits your thinking like if you can't synthesize you're stuck and so my mom i'm sure she could but for the most part if you ask her like how was your day you will get a blow by blow of this my mom or does that, that. Mm-hmm. except then there was one time that i was asking her like what happened in that conversation and she's just like oh you know blah 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 and i'm like no like the one time that i want her to say and then you said and then that person said and then you said she didn't do it but for the most part Nothing is ever really synthesized. And I feel like I have I've I have carried on that tradition in a way. Sometimes it's good because, you know, people want detail. Oftentimes detail helps. But sure. oftentimes it's better to like like I think I err on the side of too much information. Me too. Mm-hmm. Um because when I send an email to someone, I oftentimes I don't want to just ask a question out of nowhere. So I'll ask a question and then I'll explain why and then I'll say how I'm okay with either answer. And it's totally. like, you could really just say, what time is this? Right. And if I the person to be, wants to know why, they'll ask why. I used to do that. Which and one? The, what you're doing right now. Where you, 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 try to, you try to soften the blow with other comments, questions, things like that. And now <laughs> I, I took the Mike August approach where it's just get to the point. 
Like you took the Mike August or approach where you just like provide a half a piece of information and expect an answer to a question. All caps and subject. Yep. <laughs> and my life has gotten easier. I'm sure it has because no one wants to email you anymore. <laughs> I am at yes. There, has Mike August point. ever provided extra information? No. Um. <laughs> In addition to the information that you need, you get exactly yeah. what you're asking for. And if he needs something from you, he'll ask you without any fluff. Wait. Okay. Um, so wait. So why did you stop, Gary? I mean, what is wrong with me? She was staring directly into Chris's eyes for the people at home. And I said, Gary, <laughs> I'm losing my shit. I don't know who should be more offended. I don't know either. Yeah, the fact that you confused me and Gary, we, we could not be more opposite in physical appearance. It's true. Except for the stunning good looks. Yeah. No, you know what it is? <laughs> I'm... You know when you're watching a show and it's out of sync? My brain is out of sync. Like, I turned to you, but I had just been looking at Gary and talking to him, so that's why Gary came out. Well, the reason I, I stopped... I, somebody needs to turn me off and turn me back on. <laughs> the reason I stopped was it was just a time saver. I didn't have to think about how... I mean, when I email new people, I'll still I'll fluff it up, but now, like, if it's just you guys... It's a, it's a time saver. I'll just get to the point and we're lucky if you even finished the sentence. Yeah. Well, I feel like punctuation with, is not a thing. Yeah, I feel like with you guys, I'm I'm a little more just the just the question. Mm-hmm. It has to do with your how frequently you email the people. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Or yeah, it depends on the situation. I also think it's a male female thing to a degree. Possibly. Perhaps. Like you don't fluff your emails, Matt. Well. I yeah. questioned. I questioned if your name was Matt. I'm glad I got it that right. Was this time. Yeah. That was good. That was good. Yeah, I try not to. I, I mean, I've had a lot of experiences where people are trying to tell me a story, and it's like, <laughs> like get to the fucking point already. So I try to. I do try to avoid that. But I mean, I don't know. I, I would say that in my experiences talking with Adam, for example, you know, we have a lot of agenda items to go over, and I've gotten really used to. Needing to know every single angle because I don't know what Adam's going to ask me to follow up. So I've got all the information there. But as soon as he says the words, got it, I'll just stop. Even if I'm in the middle of a, of a syllable, I'll just stop. And I that took me a little while to learn that. But it's a, a pretty valuable skill to just recognize that the person you're talking to understands what they need to know. And even if you feel like they need to know dot, 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 just shut the fuck up because they get it. And you don't need to even – it's a waste of time to even try to get the rest of that out. So I try to cut the fluff. Like what would be the kind of thing that he, where he would say, got it, if you're trying to tell him what an interview is going to be about or something? Yeah, exactly. Like what the interview is about would probably be the third thing on the list. It would be, hey, here's what the event is. Here's the time that you need to be there. Here's the time that you're going to wrap by. And the interview is about, I got it. I'll just stop and I'll move on to the next thing. Even though I might feel like it's important for him to know what the interview is about, if he says he's got it, then he's got it. And that happens and it, a lot. <laughs> and if he doesn't got it, then not my problem. You've, he, no one has ever been burned by that? No. Isn't there any time that you're like, no, it's vital that you have this information? <laughs> Every time I've tried to do that, it's, it ended up biting me in the ass because it ends up being that extra little thing that I said confuses him. Oh. And then there's like back and forth. Why did you even say that? Oh. I think Gary knows what I'm talking about, too. Not that I need to pull you into this, but you, you know what I'm saying, though. That's 100% correct. So you just ha- – I mean – and that – I mean Adam's particular, but I apply that to a lot of mm-hmm. things, even when I'm talking to friends. Just if they understand it, fine. We'll move on. It's great. It's interesting because Bobcat Goldthwait, when he was on my show, he had directed some man show things. And he was saying that – like Adam versus Jimmy. 
Adam wanted to needed to know like every detail and every angle of everything. And I was thinking, well, he's changed then because I don't I don't see him wanting to know all that stuff now. Uh, you think he does? Yeah. He and I probably talk 30 to 40 minutes a day about the show before it ever even starts. Yeah, I think he I think he wants to know it. but it's behind the scenes. It's more of it's more of why. Like he doesn't like when you try to explain to him why uh then that he'll just say got it and he and then you don't I'm trying to think of an example. You know what it well, might be maybe what it today, is is when we did we did uh what the hell bit did we do? We did uh Brightside. Mr. Brightside. I it's gotten to a point now where it's just like it used to be there was a conversation about what was going to go on. And he's gotten to a comfort level with me where I walked over to the shop 20 minutes before the show today. And I was like, we're going to do bright side unless. And he was like, yeah. And I just walked away. It's really better that way because Gary could have kept going and explained a bit more. But then I was going, yeah, I got it. I got it. It's like, all right. Well, I was going to present him other options of things we could do. And he was he was good. Yeah. I guess it's like. The reason I think that he's not that way anymore is the thing of arriving at a venue, you know, a minute before, not needing to see anything ahead of time or whatever, mm-hmm. or like. Yeah, but he's on the phone with us as he's driving in. Yeah. Yeah, and also I think the difference might be his projects versus someone else's projects. Like, if someone else wants him to be in their pilot, he does not need to know anything about it. That's but if good. it's his own pilot, he does. Mm-hmm. All right, Chris. Chandler, we already did yours. Tom Gregory says, a quick just smear everyone. Apple <laughs> apple burps. Every time I eat an apple, minutes later, I am visited by a sweet plume of golden delicious vapor. Why? I don't know, well, but a, I, I like... Randy I Smith. think that's just any burp. Well, I mean, not they're not always apple burps, but whatever you eat, <laughs> you, you'll taste it. No, I think what he's saying is that, like, without fail, a few minutes after right. eating an apple, he burps. That's not true of every no. food. No. <laughs> I eat apples all the time. I'm not burping all over the place. <laughs> well, maybe you digest them better. Passion. I just. I would also point out. More food in your mouth. I had a slice of apple today, as has been discussed. I can't remember if I burped. I you didn't did. burp. That's why you so. can't remember. You did not burp. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like he, he's really asking why. He's just assuming this is right. in everyone, and he wants to know why this is something that happens. I, don't well, know, I think it's. I think it's an inability to digest the apple well. There you maybe. Go. Yeah. But I mean, let's appreciate the sweet, fragrant burp. Are you drinking mm. soda with your apple? It can't answer. These are questions that need to be that need to be asked. Tom Gregory, He'll tweet us back. <laughs> Phil Lopez says, <laughs> "When I have it. to urinate really bad, like in a car, sometimes an erection will arise, which I have aptly labeled a pee boner." Okay, you did not invent the word pee boner. Pee boners are thing. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I'm, I'm 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 still heated over that apple thing. <laughs> Let's keep. I mean, is this guy thing. getting turned on by the idea that he has to pee? Oh, I, I don't know if I've ever is this had R. Kelly. Exactly. <laughs> did he have a pee boner? He always has a pee boner. Uh, you know what? A jury of his peers said he did not. <laughs> <laughs> As I understand science, it's harder to pee when you have a boner. So I don't know. That's physics. As I understand science. <laughs> That's right. You Thank can quote me on that. Tyson. You can quote me on that. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I, I don't think I've ever had that before. And, in fact, Isn't... I feel like this is a bummer for this guy. It's probably harder to pee. No, pee boners are a thing. Okay. Yeah, I, I get pee boners. I thought about I thought about it the other day. I was like, hey, pee boner. Got one. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, yeah, right before I went. I, like, oh, that's... I mean, wow. what level of... What angle? How much of a boner? Like, like a full-on? <laughs> um, like, is it pointing up? Or just straight every forward? Every man is different. Yeah, every man every, is it's their a boner. individual snowflake. It's the, it's the full boner. Yeah. Sometimes, when I'm on my boner... 
It's a pee boner. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought that pee boners are a morning thing. Yeah, morning wood. No, that's morning wood. Is that different than a pee boner? Totally different. Yes. Although you might because still you have don't to pee. necessarily you don't necessarily wake up with morning wood that requires you to pee. <laughs> Seriously. Look, yeah. a full bladder could easily give you a boner. Anything is a guy boner. Riding a horse, wrestling with your friends. Like it just <laughs> I was going to say like boobies and, and porn, <laughs> yeah. but but nope. if you got horses Wrestling and dudes. dudes, like whatever, <laughs> do you, bro? Like the that's the example they give you in high school. I was just I was repeating it. If you look at any sex ed book, so this is says, on your high school. Oh, guys can get boners from. Riding in horses, wrestling with your friends. It's not like I actually personally got one. No, you did. <laughs> um, could you bring in that book? That's the, I don't. Did so, it really say no? that? I don't think so. <laughs> All right. So, what is morning wood then? It's when you wake up with an a boner. erection that you wake up with, but, but you don't. But and a lot of times you have to pee first thing in the morning. But a morning wood is not a, needing it's not to generated. From needing the, to urinate is not a prerequisite for morning wood. It would probably have more to do with whatever your last dream was or just the way that you're moving around I on your blankets when you're just getting up. When you're wrestling with your friends. Yeah, you're, you're dreaming with about your wrestling with your friends. With your <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, but even though um, even though you have a morning wood or a pee boner and a girl, you know, is is down to get down to pound town, you don't say, <laughs> like, oh, it's a pee boner. Is that no. the first time you've heard that? Yes. Well, you're missing out. Pound town's definitely a place. <laughs> Yeah. Who never? says it? Well, I've never it's heard that. Population I heard. Chris and I have, <laughs> I have never talked about this before, but yeah. Is it from a song? Should not be. that I know of. It's not. Should oh, be. so you guys just both know of it. Taking her to pound town? Yeah. That's a that's a phrase. Jenna, have you heard this? Never. Well, you no. don't say it in front of girls, so oh. I'm not surprised you guys haven't heard guy it. Code. Oh, oh, did I break guy code? That's all right. So all right. I don't it's think not like so. Fight Club. You can talk about it. Wait, it's a boner. It's a boner. It's a boner. It's a boner. Ladies need to it's know where Pound Town is. Yeah. Wait, a boner is a boner is a boner is a boner? Yeah. So you can take your pee boner to Pound Town? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Take it. What, it. what? Is your morning wood inside your pee take boner? Take it to Pound Town, deposit it at the bank. Like, it's just... <laughs> is it like Russian nesting dolls? I mean, Jenna's turning the same color as her sweatshirt, by the way. <laughs> Which is maroon. <laughs> All right, uh, but you're saying you get a pee boner like a sometimes in the middle of the day if you need to pee. Um, well, it's not. It's not like a daily thing. It's just sometimes you get it. It's so yes, Allison. Okay, have we talked about this? I'm sure we have. Pee boners. No, <laughs> the fact that lately or always, when I say I need to pee, I really need to pee. Like I go from needing to really needing really fast. Yeah, we addressed that when we were talking about you having to pee in Chicago. Yeah, yeah I know. I just feel like I need. I don't know what the answer is. I don't know if it's becoming aware of my needing to pee earlier. Mm. Except that I really take every opportunity to pee that I can. Whenever we have a break in the show, I pee just in case. Have you been hydrating more? No, hmm. I don't think so. Hmm. And I, I know we talked about this, but it's time to bring it up again. I cannot get through the night without peeing. You should, well, just pee when you when you feel like it. Don't hold it in. You might get a urinary tract infection. Just did you do on this in your book? <laughs> uh, no, it's, I, I think I learned it. I, was it liar liar or something? Didn't, didn't he say that? That to was a, judge? a line in liar liar. Yeah, yeah, I remember that line. All right, Doctor Schmoop says, "Just me or everyone? When I put on lip gloss, inevitably my hair ends up sticking to my lips." Yes, always. Clearly, I feel like I was just. We did. We did something like talking this. about no, this. This was about you're thinking about the hair in the butt. 
No, but I was just telling someone this story and everyone laughed unless I unless it was in a dream. But what? No, I know this happened. The, that I told what I'm about to say, which is what happens to me is I put on lip. No, oh, I know we were talking about the little straws in drinks. Who was oh, I talking about? Yeah, 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 that was yeah. here. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. So my lip gloss gets on the little stirring straws in a drink, and then I turn my head, and then I turn my head back, and then the straws in my hair. Totally, that's what happens. Yeah. Scott, oh, go ahead. Uh, or you have like colored lip gloss on, and then it like smears on your cheek because you the get hair. all clowny. Yep. Oh yeah, no, you know, yeah, you get like a tiny line of lip right, gloss. Right. Scott Hatherly <laughs> says, "I have a special kind of anger for when I pay for the extra moves and still fail to clear the level in Candy Crush." Yes, that's yes. horrendous. I will not play Candy Crush yeah, anymore. Stop it. Just stop. I anymore. don't pay. I I can't. Well, I stopped because I was addicted There's... to it. And then I came, and then I started coming around again because I saw Caitlin playing it a lot. And now I guess there's this thing that came out where a guy an open letter who 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 wrote this game called Candy Swipe. Did you see that? I saw I saw something about it. Yeah, yeah and he was just he was just like, all right, you win. Like I made this game to um, support my family support because my, my f- wife has like non-Hodgkin's lymphoma or some shit. Like it's fucked up. And if you look at the icons, like. He makes a fairly solid case for just being completely he was ripped, ripped off, off, right? And then how Candy Crush patented like oh the word uh, candy or something. Well, they did patent the word candy or copyright, or whatever, whatever law word it is. And then, um, <laughs> and then, but they did something before too, where they patented uh, something where Candy Swipe couldn't be a game anymore because they 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 did a game before that was before Candy Swipe just had the same name. So it was just like some weird. They used some weird loophole. Anyways, I'm against it. I will oh. not play it. I don't pay for extra moves, so that's just you. No way. Yeah. Um, I have maybe a just me, if I can do one Please. really quick. Do you guys call your parents anything other than mom or dad? Sure. No. I don't, but I have a lot of I friends mean, like, who call their parents by their by first their name. first names, but yeah. not oh, like a nickname, not like mommy, the only, daddy. The only time only I've... when I need money. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm I've only called my parents by their first name if we're in a public place that's loud and I need right. to get their attention because I know mom or dad is. Well, help, I was but... watching a TV show and it was like grown up children being like daddy and mama. And Ew. I was like, I'm really uncomfortable. There are still. Yeah. This is a just like I'm glad it's not. Yeah, no, but that's I weird. Remember, I, on TV yeah. shows, oftentimes older girls will call their dad daddy. Yeah, yeah, it think it's weird. weird. Okay, yeah. it is weird. Thank it is you. weird. I felt like, am I just being super judgmental, or is this like a weird thing? It could be both. <laughs> but it's just because my dad and I. I mean, I'm close to my dad, but I do call my dad by his first name sometimes, just yeah. because it's. Keep it at one syllable. Right? Okay. Yeah. Thank you. What are you going to say, Gary? Nothing. I, I was just going to say I there's there are still like nicknames from my early childhood that like I'll sometimes use on like a Father's Day card, but like I would oh, never that's say different. it out loud. Yeah, that's different. Although although grandparents, free game. Yeah, that's you call different. them whatever you want. Well, sure, that's yeah. Different. But I mean, that's part of the fun is calling them Nana or Right. Yeah. That's different. But when my dad refers to my mom, to my sister and me, like, you know, if where is you know mommy's at the store like he hasn't graduated to realizing that we haven't called her mommy <laughs> since we were you know that's three still or okay. four or five yeah. or whatever that's okay that's funny yeah I like that too is the do your parents refer to the other one to you as mom or dad yep yes back in the day yes not anymore because they know my first name now oh no they're just they're divorced and um. it, I just feel like that would be like a weird thing right. although they do say, they like your, they mom, say your mom says right. your mother or your father yeah your, sure. mo- your mother yeah there's a lot of that or your father yeah 
Well, thanks, you guys. I feel like Thank I've learned about all sorts of stuff, us. including P-boners. That's You're welcome. Bad. And I'm sorry that I called you guys by the wrong I'll, name. I'll let you know next time I have one. We'll give you a call. Oh, jeez. It'll just be in the Please middle of the do. show. Please do. Actually, just follow Corolla Digital on Instagram. That's all you'll know. Oh, God. And maybe on Snapchat. I'm kidding. Don't. Someone's been wrestling with his friends or riding a horse. <laughs> or wrestling and with a horse. <laughs> if you're going to buy something on Amazon, click through the banner at my website, AllisonRosen.com. It does not cost you anything extra. We have a ringtone available. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. Get that by searching Hey, Go Fuck Yourself on your iPhone in the iTunes store. We have a special bonus episode available with Doug Benson and Matt Costa and... Gary and Matt and Chris. I looked at the everyone and I said their correct name. Thank you. Yep. Except for Jenna. Right. She knows it's me. But she wasn't at the, the right. live episode. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. Yep. If she had been there, perhaps. I was not there. She, some sense could have been spoken when the topic of butter sandwiches was broached. Was the very, very first time. And you can get this bonus episode. It's $1.99, but it's easily $2.43 worth of show. You can get that by searching. Uh, well, Allison, Allison Rosen, Rosen is, your is your new best friend. It's That's going right. So well. In the comedy album section, well, all of a sudden I was like, wait, what is the best thing to search to get this? There's an array of things you can search, but I would recommend Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Uh, in the comedy album section of the iTunes store, you can follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. You can follow the show's Twitter feed at ARIYMBF. Uh, for me, you can uh, listen to and subscribe to the Pat O'Brien show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I produced <laughs> one of the most recent episodes. I'm sure it's vastly superior to other ones out there. And uh, you can listen to the latest episode of There Will Be Spoilers at therewillbespoilers.com featuring myself and Randy. Actually, uh, this episode is posting next week, so just to oh, add on to that, because I believe you guys are posting an episode that I wasn't a part of, and then this episode is going to air, if I'm not mistaken. That's right. So I just want to add on to what you said, because the current episode co-stars Gary. There will be Eminem. Highly anticipated oh, episode. Oh, we heard about oh, this man. one. But what Gary's referring Finally. to is last week's episode, which Gary is also See, in. See, this is that math thing. Oh I, know, I know, I know. Gary, okay. here's the simple thing. Gary was on two weeks in a row. First, Gary and Randy and I, there will be Olympics and Oscars. But the latest episode, I believe, when this episode's released, there will be Eminem. At the end of the last episode, we, got in, we started talking about Eminem, but I had to push it, and we had to dedicate a whole episode to it. So look forward to that. There will be spoilers.com. And if you can remember it, I'm on Twitter, TWBS Podcast. Nice. Chris? I would like to plug a Curl Digital podcast called Penn Sunday School. Um, it is a – not a lot of people think that it's a Curl Digital show because he does. He's, it's the only show that doesn't record here. But it very much is. I post it every Sunday. Check it out. It's really good. And, uh, yeah, enjoy it. And if you uh, if you are waiting for if you're waiting for the next episode of Penn Sunday School to post, and you're wondering where it is, you can tweet at Chris Loxamano. <laughs> <laughs> I, this is a, it's a totally this different a, kind of plug. I like confusing. it. So Wait, many why? plugs. I know. It's a, oh, well, you're just giving a cornucopia my cornucopia of plugs. Yeah, and, and not a lot of people know I'm on Twitter. I, I am. It's the the Doctor Phil picture. It's a picture of Doctor Phil. Is my yeah. That's right. at Chris Loxamano. Right. Yeah, but that's actually me. Chris is in Aren't the picture behind Dr. Phil. Yeah. When I was on the Dr. Phil show, it's a picture of me. In the what? audience. In the audience. In the yes. audience. Why did you go to that? Oh. <laughs> um, Look, now, now you have to talk again. Uh, I was on the Dr. Phil show because I stuck onto a field trip. I wasn't in the class, but they're going to Paramount Studios. I really want to see a movie set. 
So I I snuck out of the bus and I went and the first, before the, before they gave us a tour they said you have to go and watch Dr. Phil's show. So we go to the audience. They're missing a there's a seat behind Dr. Phil. They say we need to fill that seat. They point at me because I'm a brown guy and they I, that's what I assume and they put me in the Camera seat friendly. the the sea of white ladies and it was funny. I was there for two episodes. I got a lot of calls from my my friends' parents if I was on the Dr. Phil show. Then they turned out they didn't even give us a tour afterwards. They sent us back home. <laughs> Good that's story. The, yeah, that's a short story. And for Jenna, where should we go? Uh, follow me on Twitter. And then if you're on Vine, follow me on Vine because I'm trying to learn how to use it. Yeah. It's weird. It's a very weird social uh, media. You mentioned, you mentioned Vine earlier. But maybe I'll get back onto it if you're on there. Yeah. I never look at it. It's really I weird. I just start. I've only done two posts in the last day and a half. And it's just like it's awkward, but I, I want to get better at it. So, all right. Yeah. Well, there you go. I love it. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening. I love you guys. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Thank you for choosing the Allison Rosen show. listening to the show everyone just as a reminder this episode is brought to you by no no to get your no no and take advantage of the exclusive offer for my listeners go to no no or call 800-508-4815 that's no no or call 800-508-4815 once again this episode was sponsored by legalzoom.com visit legalzoom.com to save on your legal needs like wills for 69 dollars llc's for 99 dollars plus filing fees and also get access to a network of legal plan attorneys for guidance. LegalZoom is not a law firm, but provides self-help services at your specific direction. Enter discount code Allison for more savings at LegalZoom. That's discount code Allison.